I'm Tony Reese. You are about to listen to a version of the Get Inspired Project that is all about inspired leadership. This episode is brought to you in part by Berks County Living Magazine and Humanity Works Too. We talk to people from all walks of life about what inspires them, moves them, and how they define what being an inspired leader looks like, particularly in times of crisis. I hope you enjoy this episode, and thank you as always for listening. Hi there, I'm Tony Reeson. Welcome to the Get Inspired Project Inspired Leadership Interview. It is my honor to have as my guest, Lori D'Onofrio Galli. Lori is the Executive Director of Northeast Berks Chamber of Commerce. Lori, thank you so much for agreeing to do this interview today. Well, you're very welcome, Tony. I'm very happy to participate in your project. Great. So, Lori, take a moment and tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, I am a Berks County native. I graduated from Wyoming High School and then went on to Elizabethtown College a few years ago in Lancaster County. And for the last 22 years of my career, I have been involved in nonprofit management at several uh, organizations, large and small, in both Berks and Lancaster counties. And I'm very happy to say that uh, I'm coming up on my five-year anniversary as the executive director of the Northeast Berks Chamber. Congratulations. So let's get into the project. Okay. What does inspired leadership mean to you? Well, when I think about inspired leadership, I think about creativity and adaptability. And that means drawing on your creativity um, as a leader in an organization or business and your ability to adapt to solve a problem, and especially a very serious one and an unexpected one like COVID-19. So oftentimes we know that a negative situation like the one we're facing right now can be a catalyst to find new ways to collaborate and new collaborators to help your organization redirect actually with a sense of enthusiasm. Do you find the enthusiasm happening within your organization? I I absolutely do. Enthusiasm in terms of We've refocused our efforts because without many in-person meetings and networking activities that we normally schedule at this time, we're able to really draw upon the experiences and expertise of members. And they're very enthusiastic to work with us as a support system to, for example, bring virtual programs to our membership. So in that way, we have an enthusiasm because we have resources available to us and they're very willing to help. It sounds like the inspired leadership, which does start at the top, and and you're describing uh, what you're doing is phenomenal. What else with this, with the characteristics that you described and defined inspired leadership, how else are you putting that into practice? Well, first and foremost, our priority is always our, our membership. And, of course, in the last few weeks, um, the Northeast Berks Chamber has adhered to all the guidelines that have been set forth by the CDC 
and the government. So we did that first of all. We're doing all of our meetings virtually, for example. We're doing all the social distancing. So we're adhering to all of those practices and guidelines. Uh, but as soon as we realized that our schedule of programs would change, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, and we had a very active schedule lined up from mid-March through May, we were actually very inspired to move in a new direction for the chamber and especially for its membership. So first we consulted with members who are very experienced and knowledgeable uh, in virtual tools and online environments because it's an area that we were interested in and that we had tested some pilot programs in the past, but with all of our other activities and events uh, and being a smaller organization, it sort of had gone uh, out of the forefront of our, our priorities. But in, in switching gears this way because of the coronavirus, we were able to then reach out to people, get that kind of support. We're already building new teams and processes uh, for virtual programming. Uh, secondarily, uh, we have begun reaching out to every member in our chamber. Our numbers are about 250 at any given time in the membership. And we have a team of members, uh, predominantly board members and staff, but also other ambassadors in the chamber who are making, making actual phone calls to each and every member of the chamber. And this has been going on for several days now. Part of that phone call is to touch base with our members, make sure that they're okay, determine how their business is being impacted by the coronavirus, and we're finding that members are very eager to share their stories. They really appreciate having a listening ear. And we have been able to collect so much information from these phone calls. Some of the information has also been solicited through a follow-up email if we're not able to reach a person. And so we follow up with a short survey, and we're getting response to the survey as well. And third, we're finding and we're sharing financial and other resources, especially for our small businesses, uh, through some of these virtual programs and live feeds that we've been doing in the last week or so. We also find ourselves refocused in a different way on some of the specific industries within our chamber, and we're looking at how uh, they plan to reemerge after you know, the closures and the stay-at-home orders and the shutdowns have ended. Uh, but also we're talking to members about how they can solve problems for other members. So we're really seeing uh, a real uh, strengthening of our relationships and our connections. It sounds as though there's a 360-degree uh, of support going on here with your chamber to your members and back. That's fantastic. Absolutely. Yes, that's true. So during this time of crisis, what have you witnessed that has inspired you or moved you? Well, I'm not surprised at all by what I've seen, especially within the many entrepreneurs within Berks County, not just our members, but across the county. Um, and I am seeing through, especially the social media platforms, many of these entrepreneurs are uh, using their voices and their platforms to lift up other business owners. So I see people 
really encouraging others to support, for example, restaurants uh, where they can get their takeout orders and so forth, and to really think about uh, those people who are working in grocery stores and and mini marts and and CVS and and places like that, pharmacists and so forth. So what I see uh, is very uplifting, but it's also what I see probably every week through my work at the chamber, because I really admire so many of the entrepreneurs who not only are very savvy business people, but they really know how to use their connections to support uh, other businesses and, and also especially to support nonprofits. And we see so many projects going on right now where people who maybe are a little bit stopped in their tracks or have some extra time are looking to support the medical community or to support nonprofits, many of whom have had to cancel their uh, spring galas and who really look to that those events for financial support. Um, I've also seen many um, business people bringing a sense of humor to others for the situation. So, you know, whether they're organized some, organizing some type of volunteer effort or bringing, you know, a smile to people's faces during the day or, as I said, supporting other small businesses. Uh, I think that's really the most inspiring, uh, most inspiring examples that I'm seeing right now. It's such a description of paying it forward all the way around. It is. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. What is the what is the one message that you want to leave people with during this time? When I think about a message, I think it it, it reverts back almost to what I said uh, in response to one of your first questions, and that is, I know that for people personally or professionally through their businesses or nonprofits, when a person or an organization has an ability to adapt to changing circumstances, I think it's one of the greatest personal assets uh, because we all know that working in a business or a nonprofit over time, every organization will and must evolve. And it's oftentimes based on some type of an external influence, sometimes an internal one. But that ability to redirect and refocus uh, your life or your organization really allows you then to uh, find new ways of doing business, new initiatives and projects that ultimately will probably really strengthen the organization uh, and create even further bonding in people's relationships. So I would say that that ability to adapt and, and look for the silver lining because in the negative, there's something positive that will emerge from that and will set you off in a new direction that perhaps you never considered before. Lori, thank you so much for the work that you are doing during this crisis, but also the work that you do every day to support your members and your team. And it's so very important. And I cannot thank you enough for being part of this Get Inspired project. Well, thank you, Tony. I appreciate it.